The Tavern. Season 3, Episode 6. Crumbs. Welcome to the Tavern. I am your MC, Wilkie Dickinson Sparks, and joining me today playing Morgan the Infiltrator, Izzy Searle. Hey. Playing Nix the Tech, Erin Hutton. Hello. And last but not least, playing Knight the Hacker, Hamish Ingalls. Bah. Oh no, he's broken. <laughs> <laughs> There's a glitch. It's, it's, it's the blue screen. I can think of what the noise does. I think it sounds like that, right? The, the blue does? screen of death? Oh yeah. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, he's back. Night, night works again. Oh, wonderful. They're back. Sorry. I thought that was Hamish for a second. But no, it, wasn't. it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's me and Night. We're it's... becoming one and the same. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. How are we all? I feel like I asked that at the beginning of every session. Like, well, when I edit the podcast, I'm like, boy, I do just start off with, how are we all? <laughs> oh, do you think that's bad? Count how many times I say fantastic in our uh, episode that we did ah. last week. The one I, on Patreon? The, 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 the one that will be going up on Patreon, ideally on Monday, the same time Ooh. that this drops for our regular feed listeners, uh, our Patreon feed should feature a an, an exclusive game that was uh, run by Hamish last week that I haven't had time to get around to editing yet, which is very irritating, because apparently it's very good. I don't I know if it's very cat. good. I'm just excited for you to hear it, specifically, ah. Wookie. Aw. Thank you, Hamish. So it's That's okay. Patreon content for my soul. <laughs> true, very true. It sort of um, comes along, gives you a little pat on the back, and oh. says, "Be healed, my son." Oh, oh. Like every good pastor should. Like, like my dad, Jesus. <laughs> I told you guys about that, right? I'm a, I'm a child of Jesus. I found out the other day that I'm a child of Jesus. Did someone tell you on the street that Wilkie? Yeah, they came oh. to me and they, hey, do you know, like I was like me, I'm, I'm a child of Jesus. It was, yeah, it's you. So that was that was lots of fun. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. This isn't boring of you. This is the tavern. Uh, do you guys want to recap? Sure you yeah. do, because I've written one. <laughs> so last session, you tangled with Mr. Who, a corporate fixer working for an unknown corporation, who'd set you up with a job, uh, which you then failed. Morgan called in the cavalry, and with Dominique's help, Mr. Who's corporate backup was eliminated, giving the gang a chance to escape. As they lay low, Knight got themselves a massive gun. Oh yeah, they did. Nix found out that Akiso was somehow aware of her. She's not happy. Ah. And Morgan got a message from Dominique about a meeting she'd set up for him with a fixer named Crumbs in the next uh, in the next few days. Oh crikey. Oh blimey. That meeting is where we find ourselves now. But first, we see Dominique Williams. Sitting in front of a large window, she's tapping away on a small tablet, sipping a cup of tea. Out of the window, we see the chrome and neon towers of Central 5, little lights sparkling in the raindrops on the window and reflecting off Dominique's golden cyber arm. The camera pans down, and we see a personal file open on the tablet, with a headshot of a man with dyed neon hair, ultraviolet face tattoos, and an extensive neural interface emerging from the base of his skull. At the same time, East Nine 
one of the trendier districts of Sector 25, bustles with activity. Neon signs and holographic advertisements fill the sky with images of high-end cars, the latest vendor map beverages, and adverts for top-of-the-line health insurance, with a free retribution package thrown in if you order soon. Down on the street, being jostled by the heavy foot traffic, we see the three of you, huddled around a small circular table outside an upmarket takoyaki restaurant. It's the appointed date and time, at the appointed location. You're just waiting for your fixer now. What, what are you doing? So Knight has the bird friend that they met in their previous <laughs> oh. mission. It, it had managed to fly out of the building through one of the bullet holes that was made. Oh my take. god. Yeah, because you've smashed the windows. Yeah, and it, 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 it formed a close emotional attachment with Knight, and Knight has it sitting on their finger and is sort of stroking it That's and looking sweet. after it and been, been treating this bird as if it were their bestest friend. Oh, and not, not the two people who you, you know, who, you, who your life relies on uh, in, in missions. Knight couldn't care less what he's <laughs> That's fair. Rude. Knight, Knight is the bird or nothing. I need to come up with a bird other than bird friend. I mean, Tristan's going to double these people in one day, so, you know. <laughs> That's very fair. That, 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 that is Tristan's goal at the end of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do um, given that Knight can't eat, do, do Morgan and Nix like takoyaki? Well, Morgan's a bit annoyed because he's put on his like best suit. Because obviously, as an infiltrator, he knows that as this is a particularly swanky district, he needs a particularly swanky suit. Yeah, yeah. So, a, a, yeah. A, like a, the single-digit districts are like, like oh, yeah. fancy. <laughs> like so- at, at least some of the like the fancier districts of modern London. That's like. It's like nine, eight, and seven. Yeah. It's very fancy, very expensive. So he's got like a little suit with like pinstripes on, but the pinstripes are made out of some sort of neon glow-in-the-dark style thread. Oh, that's great. And he doesn't want the taco to get all over it. He's a bit clumsy. Uh, takoyaki is different from like tacos, like the Mexican food. See, I'd like to imagine it does both. It does both <laughs> Mexican food and Japanese food. Like you can get a taco with like katsu curry. Yeah. So uh, takoyaki are um, like uh, omelette balls. There's like a street food, but it's been like super gentrified and they're like using really expensive ingredients. And so there's usually octopus inside them. It's like the the standard takoyaki, but um, but yeah. So yeah, it's, th- th- this place is called Taco with a with a C dash yaki, and and they serve ah, uh, a, a, a mix. Like Hamish just said, they serve a mixture of um, actual takoyaki and then also sort of like. Tacos. Tacos. Yeah, so it's like a, a, a Japanese-Mexican fusion restaurant. Yeah. Mmm, fusion. Awesome. Mm, so, so Morgan isn't eating for fear of his suit. Yeah. What about what about Nick's? This is, this is potentially like one of the fanciest districts Nick's has ever been to. Nix is preoccupied because after the tattoo fiasco of last week, yes. um, she's, she's tried to like grow like a little synthetic skin thing to put on the tattoo to cover it. And it's just not working. It's not working. It looks like she swallowed a glow stick, but in a really bad way. Oh, because it's no. just shining through. And it feels horrible. That's rough, buddy. So yeah, uh, you guys are just hanging out. Not You're all too preoccupied with birds or suits or really itchy <laughs> pretend skin grafts. Oh, uh, we've got some small talk going on. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're just chatting. Small talk. Terrible small talk. Trying to, uh, like appear like you're normal people and not 
Yeah. Not all criminals. A bit foggy today, isn't it, guys? Night nods their head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always forget that Knight can't talk. And I see Hamish approaching the microphone like, ah, yes, it, here's some of that, that good Hamish roleplay I remember from when he played Zephyr. Knight nods his head. <laughs> ah, yes. That's the night I know and love. Wonderful. Um, as you're sitting there, uh, a figure uh, approaches your table and he plonks down a, a little, uh, like... Uh, probably straight up just plastic, um, almost looks like an egg carton thing with where you have like six eggs in it, and it's like a little takeaway thing of of takoyaki balls. He pops it down on the table and like just leans in. He's very like confident, like immediately entering this whole social situation. Um, the this man who has walked up to you at your table, you sort of take him in. He's got a very sort of vibrant appearance. You can see he has uh, this like brightly neon dyed hair. Uh, as some of the lights across the street catch his face, there are tattoos that only show up under the like blue frequencies of light. Uh, you know, like when you get uh, like my rainbow uh, shoelaces only show up in like they, they glow in blue in blue light. It's really cool. Um, and you can see he's got this big like chunk of cyberware in the back of his head, and he's he's wearing like real like cool clothes, like streetwear. He's got like a big popped collar leather jacket that has like lights built into the collar that like illuminate his face he's really cool he outshined my suit he did well <laughs> in, in a different way you 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 look kind of corporate to be fair but like people can tell you're not a corporate wow, people it's a very curated look i blend in you're, that's you're, all that needs. you're parodying someone who would be corporate but like wearing a suit is a very corporate thing to do uh, but yeah, this guy is definitely like cool. Like he's he's like a cool guy. Uh, wears like street clothes, street, uh, street wear, like Asahi Super Dry. It's called like uh, what's a? It's called like Pakari Super Dry. It's like another Japanese drink. He says, "All right, you must be uh, Morgan." Yeah. And uh, that would be Nix. Yeah. That makes you Knight. <laughs> Wonderful. He's not much of a talker. I can tell. Name's Crumbs. Reckon you're expecting me? Oh, Knight um, has a piece of bread that he's been feeding to uh, a <laughs> friend and offers it to <laughs> Crumbs. Uh, it, he's like, um, cheers, but I've got uh, just bought myself something. Takes a oh. little bite of his takoyaki. <laughs> he's like, appreciate it, though. It's a good bit. So heard that you guys have been uh, not been doing too well lately. You've uh, come off a bit of a losing streak. Would I be right in thinking that? We can handle it. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting that you can handle it. That's, uh, that's why they call me crumbs. I, uh, I, I live on the edge. I just pick up the bits that no one else will take, but reckon that's probably all you guys can get at the moment. Night looks a bit angry, but is also trying to sort of hide the fact that they're coat and clothing has like a lot of patched holes in it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm afraid uh, your reputation has preceded you, but uh, I've, I've found something I reckon we can work with. What would that be? See, uh, my uh, my employer, sure you can understand, I'm uh, not quite at liberty to reveal that. My employer would like you to intercept, shall we say, a shipment of uh, medical supplies, because uh, we need medical supplies, but Sadly, we are unable to acquire them through the normal channels, so uh, 
sometimes we have to, you know, take alternate channels. If only we knew someone who knew about medical supplies. What kind? There's a uh, shipment of panacea. And uh, Nix, you, you would recognize panacea as a, a, an Akiso product. Uh, it's okay. like their, their like staple product. Uh, it's a, um, a, like a general fast acting painkiller as well as a healing accelerant. It's like not strong enough to produce any like mechanical effect in terms of us playing an RPG, but in terms of someone trying to like do street doctoring, like any sort of ripper doc could probably have a bunch of panacea or fake panacea, but um, like the real stuff does does the job. And so so Crumb says there's a, there's a shipment of panacea going through uh, one of the south districts at some point in the next week. I uh, would like you to find out exactly when and to intercept it. Nick just covers her tattoo with her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Night's rolling for something. Oh, I'm logging in. I got a 10. Oh. I'm, I'm just like, Knight just hears that they want to need to know something. It's just like going into a Kiso. Like, Knight doesn't care. Knight's just going to start. Oh, Knight just like, like you just go catatonic at the table. Well, no one can tell. Like, Knight just sort of still sits there. <laughs> no, you're, you're, I, I would imagine like your Their eyes sort of... That, well, if they have the, your eye just plays over because your your eye screen just turns off. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore him. He's thinking. <laughs> sure. And the, this is the point at which, we're, like, the, the rest of the conversation occurs. This is the point at which someone would roll to get the job, which uh, we haven't done. We've done once before. Mm-hmm. Is uh, what you catch to be honest? So yeah, I, I was thinking, given that we talked about like people who are good at things doing things. Uh, whoever has the highest edge should probably be the one to roll get the job. Uh, probably out of Morgan and Nick's because there's no way Knight is negotiating <laughs> a contract. I've got plus one. What? I have zero, so oh, please There we go, ahead. cool. Yeah, so it is, it is Morgan. Yeah. Okay, so we have got five. Five? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a miss. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, well... <laughs> I was never sure what to do when you get a miss on get the job. Can we convince him? Um, well, no. So, so you've you've got the job, right? This guy's given you a job, and it's just it's the the, the get the job role like gets you bonus stuff, like the job will pay more money, or um, that you, you you can work out who your employer is. Mm. Um, I guess you you don't get any of those because you didn't get seven plus. So and I guess we just get nothing. But also, like, it's still a miss. So some bad thing happens. Yeah, a, a bad thing happens. Um, Maybe everyone just, like, at the restaurant just watches us get the job, but, like, everyone's onto us or something like that. Or just is bad job. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, the bird's, like, tweeting a lot and people are sort of noticing yeah. it's going yeah. on. Sure. You know what? I like that. So I'm going to... I'm going to advance your legwork clock, so you're going to begin this mission on on the back foot, okay. slightly. You guys have to stake cred on this mission. Oh, yeah. I got burned last time. I'm you here. did. So I, you I, do not have three cred to stake. No, so what can I burn? Is it one or two? It's uh, one, two, or three. Uh, you will get it back at the end, doubled if you get paid in full, tripled if the mission pays well, which it doesn't. Um, because you didn't get yeah, good enough on, on get the job. Um, if you choose to stake three, 
uh, one of the clocks gets increased because it's like quite obvious that you're preparing for a mission. Then Let's I'd quite like that, to do two. Two. Which is all of my cred. Uh, can I please borrow your rubber, Izzy? Yep. Thank you. It's Aaron's rubber, actually. She's oh. more prepared. Uh, I'd like to stake one. Okay. How many credits is uh, Nick's going to stake? Uh, two, please. Two. I have so much faith in us. Oh, gosh. Oof, okay. Off to a, off to a rocky start, perhaps. Um, but, as per the directives of this mission, when you get the mission, mark XP. Hey. Everyone gets yeah. a point of XP. Also, uh, Morgan gets a point of XP for missing that roll. Oh, yeah. You guys are rolling really rough lately. <laughs> I've rolled pretty well. I've rolled to log in to a Kiso, and I got a 10. Okay. So nothing bad happens to me. That's and true. I rolled uh, for console cowboy. I got a 13. Wowee. Okay. So yeah, you get you get that three hold. Uh, and then I've just rolled a seven to research. Go for it. Uh, uh, research. So, so you ask me a question. Yes. Uh, you take intel. You take an additional intel because of your neural interface. Yes. So two a Kiso intel. And then I will answer your question. I don't spell a Kiso, so I'm going to spell it how I think it's spelled. Erin, for the benefit of, um, of the audience, would you like to tell everyone how Akiso is spelled? Uh, A-C-E-S-O. That's not how I've tried, but I'm just going to leave it as it is because <laughs> I don't have a rubber. Um, I would, uh, so Panacea was what it was called? Yes. Uh, I would like to know um, where we, uh, where would I find this Panacea shipment? Specifically, I would like to see the route that it's going to take, uh, the route that sort of that is going to be taken by new shipments in the upcoming future. Sure. So you um, you find yourself. I think we've done this before. You've been to a Kiso before? Yes. Last session you you investigated a Kiso. Yeah, it's a. Ho- I think it's it's, it's like, like a hospital. big hospital. Yeah, and like, looks like a surgeon with a mask covering their face. So you can't yeah, there we go. I, I I love that bit. Um, so you find yourself. Uh, in uh, another office, you've, you've, you haven't really gone onto the wards much lately. Um, but you find yourself in an office, and you can see on the wall there is a, a big map uh, with like pins in it, and you see um, there's a, a, a red pin in a, a location somewhere in uh, South Thirty Seven, which is like really out of the way that's like really far away um sort of not not a particularly nice neighborhood um and uh, like as you like tap it like it reverberates with a little bit of data and you can see that this is like a a sort of heavily secured uh warehouse somewhere um in what i say south 37 yeah i want to write that down just so i don't forget it so that so it's it's specifically in a warehouse uh, so the, the route starts in yeah. a warehouse in South 37, and then you can see a route uh, tracing uh, sort of across Sector 25 into, um, like, around East 24. Okay, having learned from our mistakes from before, I would like to send this route to um, the person that seems to know the most about the city, and that is Morgan. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah you can you can uh, like as you like touch the, the, the there's a, a line drawn on the map. As you touch it, you can like pull away a copy of it that's made of these data strands, and yeah, it sort of just floats into your keyboard arm. Great, and the, it accompanies uh, the text message 
like that accompanies it, says, would there be a better place that this could go? Okay. And you see that the, the target destination is, is just a... It's, it's like a, an, an Akiso medical facility rather than yeah. just a storage warehouse. So what... Uh, just... I, that might not be the most clear. What basically Knight wants to know is the route that it's taking. Mm. Is there a route that you think it would go to through a location that might be better for us tactically? Uh, so Morgan's got um, skill-wise that just basically does, have the yes. whole of... Um, is sort of the whole of Sector 25 or every single alleyway and stuff like that. That's true, yeah. Um, and Morgan knows of a bridge in between the two, um, in between the starting destination and the ending destination. Is this a bridge over what used to be the Thames? No, it wouldn't be because we're so far away we're, from Central. We're, further, we're more in, well, like, we're more in, like, Hayward Seath area kind of thing. I guess we are maybe it's like about a bridge that just goes over some like mm. buildings maybe it just like takes like a high road above things ah yes oh that so yeah like the, around the south downs like where everything's all like hills and valleys yeah yeah, yeah. and so i was thinking that there's um i mean like that won't be the south downs now i guess i guess it will be built over but um, yeah like the um there's a bridge above that um goes above the road that um that this um delivery would like be going down yeah and i think that there'd be um considering like the average height of a lorry um you could probably quite easily jump from the bridge onto the lorry without hurting yourself um and get in that way if you stick the landing sure yes is it i'm, I'm thinking it's like i don't know five meters clearance yeah probably uh and therefore a knight would like to uh i think is this going to be manipulate systems uh, what, what are you trying to do? A knight, so at the moment I assume the route doesn't take this. Basically I want to change the route so that it will go through this tactical area. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be the, when you try to mess with the digital system. Yes, that is that's going to be, systems. no, that's compromised security. Oh, okay. If you wanted to turn the lights off in, in a real building, that's manipulate systems. Uh, okay. You want to compromise security. And so you're trying to compromise the security of a... Database? Yes. Yeah, that's eight. I gain one hold. Is that enough to do that? Uh, you can edit records. Yes. If I had used more hold, would that get me something that I could be more useful? Uh, so when you manipulate the security, when you uh, break through the security of a database, you can run certain routines. Uh, I feel like we should probably go over this like outside, like yeah. exactly what your capabilities are, so oh. you can use them to the best effect. But your options here are... Wilkie, you can edit the me music. Have you guys noticed on the podcast, whenever I have to read out a big list, I edit in the me shopping music, and it's really funny. <laughs> you can create, edit, or delete records, delete backups, delete or edit access logs, or search for pay data. When you search for pay data in a database, roll mind. On a hit, you find something hot that you can sell. Ah, oh, then I'd like to do that, and then also I'd like to... I've got so I've got one hold, and you've I, got console cowboy. I'd like to use one of those holds to look for some pay data. Sure, roll plus mind. Uh, that's an eight. An eight. Sure. On a hit, you find something hot that you can sell. Um, I'm gonna give this sort of to you to decide. Uh, something that isn't like world-threatening, but like something that was behind. And like a single extra layer of security that 
might be worth money to someone. Okay, um, so Knight has sort of done the thing they're doing and is sort of leaving the facility, but notices that in there's sort of a, a door that wasn't open on their way in, and, and they kind of sort of push through it and sort of hack through it. Yeah. Um, Someone's just like accidentally left a tab open. Yeah. That sort of gives you a little in in route. And inside, they find a um, plans for a new kind of medical tool. Uh, so it's sort of physical hardware. Um, Akiso might not do much of this, but this is sort of their, this is maybe like a new piece of tech, which is going to basically combine all the medical tech into like a medical multi-tool that um, would be really useful. So you kind of just have this one thing and it can act as a syringe, can act as like a, a knife, and also it self-cleans. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, you, you find... Um... In, in like an office? Yeah, and it's kind of like there's the, the, the blueprints are next to it, but you can sort of see the physical object. It's quite, I, I've sort of said a multi-tool, it's quite a hefty box, um, sort of. But it's, it's more self-contained than any other attempt to do this sort of thing so far. Yeah, I reckon it's much, much smaller. Like normally you would need a whole room. The, this thing has wheels. I reckon, Wilkie, if you imagine you were, it's about as tall as you are, and maybe... Um, Six foot three for reference. And it's probably about as wide as those windows there. But I don't know. Okay, yeah. So it's like a, a, a big unit yeah. that contains like an entire surgery's worth of tools. Yeah, and you can sort of carry it around very easily. Oh, not much more easily than you could say a room. Yeah, you can transport it. Maybe not carry. You can like wheel yeah, it around. That's wonderful. I mean. Yeah. So yeah, you, you see these blueprints. And as, as you pick them up again, like a, a copy of the blueprints that is just made of this uh, constantly like moving and calculating data streams. Uh, is is pulled away with it, and uh, you can let go, and it'll go into your arm. What am I thinking of when I think of you? You grab something, and, and you grab a copy of it. Um. Oh, it's um, it's Spout Law. Uh, okay. It's it's another podcast. There was a, a guy reading a book, and he tried to hide it from this like ghost guy, and the ghost just took the book out of his hands, but he took a ghost of the book. And just started to read, but the, the book was still in the guy's hands. That, that's where I'm getting the idea from. Hi, Spat Law, if you're listening. We've got like, <laughs> we, we, here's the thing, like half of our listeners are from Canada. And I know Spout Law are from Canada. So like if, if the Spout Law gang are listening to this, I, I, that's really cool. If I'm so happy if anyone else is listening. Yeah, we, no, yeah, we, we, no, we have like, according to Anchor, we do, we do pretty good. Oh, I'm glad about that. that. I'm glad yeah. we're doing well. Yeah. Like e even if you exclude like, if all of us listen to the show, like, I know I, I listen to it to make sure that the edit was good. I listen to it. I listen to it. Yeah, so we, we've got lots of listens, even if you exclude us. That's okay, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy's I very busy. Izzy's very, Izzy's very busy, it's true. <laughs> I'm live here. Yeah, Izzy, here, guys, you listen to the podcast. Izzy experiences the podcast. <laughs> I live and if the you podcast. want to come on our podcast, you just give us, I don't know, a Honestly, lot of money yeah. on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, like, we can't do tiers because of because uh, we only have the basic Patreon uh, set up. But if, if, you, if you donate $5 a month, you, you can you, come on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you can come on the podcast. You can suggest names and stuff. <laughs> right, guys, come on, focus up. We've got a podcast to record. Okay. So, uh,. Yes, Knight uh, in the Matrix has in in Yggdrasil. Sorry, I should say, uh, you've you've altered the route of of this uh, this convoy. I need to use the word convoy more because that's the word for what I'm talking about. Uh, you've like uh, 
Maybe there's just a, a whiteboard marker next to the map, and you just rub it out and redraw the route. <laughs> that, that's how it works. Like, that's in, how it digitally works. That's, that's the, the, the the VR representation of of changing the route in in Yggdrasil. Um, yes, you've done that. You've sent the new route to Morgan, and you have also found yourself a little bit of useful something. You don't reckon it's relevant to your mission right now, but maybe you'll be able to sell it later. Yes. Uh, I this what I've just done there. I have a, is that gonna actually benefit us in some way or is that is it sort of uh which, which thing so the fact that i've sort of said like, oh now it's going through an area that's tactical to us are we going to have like some advantage or is it just sort of uh you're going to have a not necessarily is it mechanical a, or is it like um, it's fictional fictional advantage okay uh like had you not arranged like your approach to the convoy your approach would have been difficult. But now you've like explicitly said there's a bridge and we're going to drop off the bridge onto the convoy, which is going to be driving down this specific road. Then you, like, you can do that. The, the, the advantage is the advantage you've created, if that makes sense. Okay. And uh, then yeah. also to clarify for the mission, are we trying to get all of the supplies or just some of the supplies? Uh, so, okay. So Crumbs gives you like a little, a little, um, Crumbs gave you a little sort of folder, little little online little package of data, um, not really containing anything useful for the mission, but more like uh, like your instructions. Okay. And Crumbs would like half of one of the lorries, and you know there's going to be three lorries at at least. At least three lorries. Okay. So and he he said uh, you're like the easiest way to do that because they're going to be like big, like cyberpunk crates full of these, these like, uh, they're, they're almost like stim packs, like these little single injection uh, deliveries of Panacea. The easiest way is probably to hijack one of the lorries. Like, individually carrying the boxes is going to take you ages. And even though it sounds difficult, it would probably be easier to hijack a whole lorry. And then, sorry, I'm going to keep asking questions. This convoy, does it gonna, is it going to have lots oh i guess it might have to be a roll but is it going to have lots of security with it or is it going to be just the three lorries uh you can roll uh research while you're in Idrisil. oh that's a six that's a six that is yikes so um you are trying to uh, access a database i guess yeah uh to sort of access the information about this this convoy, uh, and you, you're sort of going through uh, a uh, a drawer in in the office, sort of rifling through a bunch of these files, and suddenly the the thing just slams shut, and you hear like a, there's this like buzzing in the back of your head, and you you can tell that um, ice has been activated. Oh, I'd like to use a console camera to. Um Wait, where's the, where's the Sorry. Uh, prevent a construct from triggering alert. So I sort of start to feel the tingle. And can then... you can you prevent it from triggering ice? And avoid an ice routine executed again. Execute against you, your deck, or your programs. So, so the, the ice hasn't done anything to you yet. Ah, uh, okay. So, so uh, to, to, to explain what I'm doing, uh, the security measures trigger or cancel an alert and activate or deactivate ice are are two separate things Fair. so okay. triggering alert is not the same as activating ice so okay. ice the ice is unaware of you because you're because the trace of the system is lower than your stealth uh -huh. but uh 
Cool. Once, uh, it, then, once it does, the ice will try and get you. Then I'm going to hold five for a bit and see if anything these two want me to do. Cool. How does Nyx feel about this? Uh, just very not happy, but she's trying to hide it from the others because they, I mean, they must know she's from Akita at this point, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, uh, maybe, maybe not. Knight? Okay. Knight? No, Knight does. Knight. No, I mean, I've showed oh, you yeah. the tap. Knight, of course, yeah, Knight, you told Knight, but I, I was thinking maybe Knight wouldn't recognize the logo. I mean, both both these guys have seen that tattoo, so I think yeah. they know she's from Akito, but I don't think she's told them how or why. Yes. Well, yeah, because last time Knight logged in and deleted Nyx from the system. Yeah. So yeah or, or at least knows. disconnected, yeah. I, I was just thinking in terms of who would recognize Nyx's yeah. tattoo. That's fair. We've, we've done a few of these now. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, she's, she's like, her hands are shaking at this meeting, but she's kind of hiding them a bit. Uh, yeah. Is that from nerves or from the coffee? <laughs> bit of both. Oh, Nick needs to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> Nick runs on coffee and determination. <laughs> Morgan just gets uh, Nick's like some decaf coffee and says, I've noticed you being a bit. <laughs> yeah. Aww, thanks, Morgan. That's I okay. almost forgive you for leaving me in an alleyway near explosions and gunfire. <laughs> hey, you passed out. Oh, no, wait, I accidentally did that. Ah, my story keeps changing. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, professional liar, everyone. <laughs> Morgan yeah. gets paid a salary to lie. Um, have an idea. Okay. So I think that I've been thinking about this area with the bridge and stuff, right? Sure. And I think that it's like part of this city that's kind of focused on like health and stuff. So maybe like if people um, kind of want like a bit of a health kick they'll go to like this part of the city and it really encourages like lots and lots of walks and stuff like that maybe like as soon as you get into this part you get assigned a Fitbit akin device um, and it's all like they'll sort of pump they'll really like filter the air and stuff like that so does, the, does this route pass sort of more through it goes like really because I'm thinking sort of the more health conscious areas would be closer to the center. So before it gets to East 24, does it like cut through more of the higher end South districts? Uh, well, so like it's, it's, it's more of a, like a up and across than a diagonal. Or maybe like this one particular area is like, it was, is like 25, quite a high number. Like it's just weirdly- Weirdly gentrified. Weirdly gentrified. It's like where they'd go on holiday. Like maybe sometimes, you know, the, cent the central areas are all very much associated with work. And so um, you might want to go somewhere to have a little escape. Yes, there's a couple of like higher numbered places that are nice. Mm. Maybe, oh, the prime numbered places. <laughs> so number <laughs> 25 is good. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, you're, you're, you're gonna have to tell me what the prime not... numbers are. 25 is not a prime number. Oh, not pro I was square numbers. You square have a numbers. Math Sorry, degree. I was thinking square numbers. So it'd be um, nine, sixteen, twenty-five, uh, thirty-six, um, forty-nine, forty-nine. For there's no way forty-nine is nice. Like there are there are areas where sector fourteen, where, um, where district forty-nine doesn't exist because like the seawall has collapsed on the buildings there. Oh, okay. Like forty-nine is is. No. Okay, then. Seaside destination. Square, I think like <laughs> some of the square numbers are, are nice. Maybe not all. Seaside of them. death. But Full stop. Like, I thought there could be like one surviving nice-ish house there. That, like, yeah. It's like it's like, it's like some rich guy's really underground good. bunker that survived. Is the, yeah. the, but the square numbers. I didn't mean prime. There's a lot of prime numbers. Uh, I was thinking square numbers. Square numbers. Okay. Sure. So yeah. So it passes through South Twenty Five. 
which I will write down. South 25. So South 25 is where the um, bridge is. Wonderful. Uh, I think that's another experience point for you guys. When you work out uh, where and when to hijack the shipment, mark XP. Oh. Uh, and this, this place is um, unofficially called the South Calm Downs. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> South calm <laughs> downs. Um, yeah, so getting ready to um, getting ready to like sort of infiltrate this place. Um, Tristan's gonna buy a dog. <laughs> Tristan's gonna buy a dog. Yeah. Who are you, who are you gonna buy a dog from? Um, the dog shelter. <laughs> um, which is like um, the dog shelter in like. Maybe uh, sector 24, and just buy a cute little dog so that he can sort of take it along and be like, I just want to walk me and my rover and my nooks as well. Sure. Hey! <laughs> Maybe there's a what, what's the, the app where you can like take other people's dog for, dogs for a walk? Because, like, oh, yeah, I, that's the thing. If, if you want to like buy a dog, that's gonna cost you some cred. Ah, uh, okay. But like, you can like, rent a dog, rescue a dog. You can rescue a dog or you can like, uh, yeah, like take, you can use one of these dog sharing apps. So yes, Sector 25, the South Calm Downs. <laughs> I'm funny. You are funny, <laughs> that's true, Izzy, you're very funny. Um, so yeah, uh, your, your plan, you're gonna like rent out a dog once you get there and you're gonna try and sort of blend in. Can I find a dog in a dustbin? What do I have to roll to do that? Roll to find um like a rescue dog, like a little puppy. Sure. I I, I don't know where you're going. I don't I don't feel like I need to say no to this. So yeah, you can like <laughs> just find a dog in a dustbin. Maybe the role is to determine how good no, a dog no, it is. No, no, we don't need a role. <laughs> so if it's like a one to six, it's a really mangy dog. If it's a seven to nine, it's it's a decent dog. And if it's a 10 plus, it's a... Do like that's a real... It's a trained and, dog. Yeah. It's a real good dog. Um, a good boy. <laughs> they're all good boys. Although I'm going to call it Faye. Faye. Yeah, sure. So it's Morgan and Faye. Oh, love that. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can, you can find a little pet dog. Nice. I'm into that. So you've, 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 you've got a, a sort of slightly mangy because you found it in a bin. <laughs> Dog. Hey, little buddy, we're going to go to the countryside together one day and live happily oh. ever after. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Oh, gosh, it's a... Um, guys, what are dog breeds? Oh, no. What, you want a small one or a big one? Oh, no, I want a poodle. Poodle. <laughs> it's a poodle. Yeah, it's, it's like a. You can tell it's like a like. The sort of backstory of this dog is that it's like incredibly genetically modified to be like <laughs> the perfect poodle. Very expensive, if it wasn't left in a bin for a week. <laughs> it's a poodle called Faye. Okay, cool. Um, now to actually help him with our mission. <laughs> so yeah. Um, in terms of like. Continuing with, with like the legwork, like if you're not quite sure how to approach the legwork, like think of something that you want to find out, something that you think would be helpful in your mission, and I will try and present you with an opportunity to to learn it. So you've oh. learned the route, you've you've rerouted the the convoy. 
Oh. Where are we going to drive it? After, like, if, say we hijack it um, and are in the driver's seat, uh, I need to, I mean, I guess um, Morgan will probably know this, but think of a safe place that we can sort of uh, steer it away. Yes, uh, f- finding a safe place to hide the, the truck would probably be a good idea. Yeah. So and, and you reckon, like, this is a, a slightly different situation to, like, hiding a single person? Mm-hmm. So it might be helpful if you like found a, a, a more secure location than just taking them back to the the meeting place because yeah. like you can't just drive this Akiso lorry around the sector and and expect no one to notice. So I guess that's going to be Morgan's job to try and find people to sort of let us store a van there for a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we- Morgan might even know someone. Uh, and oh, you might get to use your you might get to use your declare a contact move or uh, mm-hmm. either you or the fixer has a specific move but you can once permission say oh I know a person who can help me with this and then you can hit the streets to get them to help you with something uh, do you want me to find that on my sheet to confirm or are you happy for me to just do that uh, so so um, I, I know that the the regular version is better and then you have an option to have more contacts at a cost. Or you, you might, but for, for this first one, you might as well just use Declare a Contact. Okay, sure. So uh, tell me about someone you know in Sector 25, near, uh, potentially near this, um, near, uh, uh, what's it called, South 25, mm. who might be willing to help you hide a lorry. Okay. I know, uh, let me just make sure there's no one who I already know about that. Okay, fine. Um, I will say Dominique does not count here. Dominique's not going to help you with this one. No, no, I can't remember whether we, um, whether I have you, friends you, in the opening. New no, thing. no, you, you don't have any contacts that at the sad. moment because none of you have used declare a contact yet. Okay, um, so I know um, someone who was also sent on the same uh, mission as me to, you know, because um, uh, Tristan's obviously uh, sent to um, get like. A handle on what's going on, like the low, um, low-level criminals and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, Tristan's one of many agents who were sent over to do that. And Tristan knows of a um, agent who's doing much more successfully than him, um, <laughs> and has just become in charge of um, a warehouse for like smuggled things. Um, who's kind of nearer the. Um, a little bit nearer the coast, kind of so near that within like a few years it's gonna get um, taken down by the sea. Um, but that's kind of why they've positioned this like warehouse there because then it means that the evidence is gonna go within like the next two years. Sure. So is this this is in like the South Forties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the South Forties, um, and that person is called Deborah. <laughs> Is that their uh, cover name or their real name? Uh, that's their real name. Um, Tristan just needs to... Um, uh, I think Tristan's... Uh, would Tristan be aware of the cover name? Yes. Sure. Because okay. otherwise, how are you going to talk to this person without breaking their cover? Yeah, okay. Uh, the cover name is Green. Cool. On Green. That. Uh, I assume Tristan's going to sort of ping this tonight. Yep. Uh, yes. I would quite like a knight would quite like to um, set it up so that when one of these two is 
basically watchdog style, you can sort of like change the lights, uh-huh. the traffic lights. I like to basically do it so that um, the route that these two are going to take, the most direct route, is sort of designed for them, so they can sort of like the traffic lights sure. let them yeah. through and not that's, other people. That's that's something you can set up uh, like later on when you're doing that. Um, I would like Morgan to please roll hit the street yep. to go to Green to ask her for help. That's plus your style. That is a seven. A seven. Okay, you get what you're you get what you want, mm-hmm. but. Your request is going to cost you extra. Your request is going to take some time. Your request is going to attract unwanted attention, complications, or consequences, or your contact needs you to help them with something. If you don't help them with it, then you're going to have minus one to, to deal with them until you help them. Okay. It's like if you try to like persuade Deborah to do something for you, you'd get minus one because she's not really keen on you because you didn't help her. Okay, um... How much extra cost would that be? I think Deborah's going to ask you for a cred, and if it costs extra, it'll cost two cred. Saying, like, I'm still running a business here. Uh, I can't just let you stash stolen goods here for free. I don't let anyone stash stolen goods here for free. So you are going to have to pay the, 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 the regular sort of attendance fee. Okay, I only have one cred. Can anyone help me out with that? Can I, can I lend you a cred? I have two cred. Sure, yeah. You yeah. guys can lend cred. But so, that's only, so it'll cost you one cred. Yeah. If you choose to pick that it costs extra, then it'll cost extra. I think that's better than complicating the mission with also doing Deborah's mission. Sure. Uh, so that's, that's one of the two. You have to pick two things from that list. So it okay. costs you extra. It'll either take some time. Uh, so that means that like Deborah's warehouse is full and you're going to have to wait a while until there's space for you to bring it there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Your request is going to attract unwanted attention, like someone hears you talking about a Kiso and they like pass it on to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have to help her out with this extra mission, which I, I we wouldn't do today, but wouldn't take long. Like Okay, fine. Extra mission. We'll do that one. Cool. Let's do that. So uh, Deborah says, look, uh, someone brought some stuff here um, a few days ago and they said that, stupid of me, really. They, they said they were going to sell it and then they were going to pay me with what they got for it. They left like three days ago and I've heard nothing from them. Like if you could follow them up, look, I don't really care what you do. If you can just get me the money they owe me, then like that, then, then we'll be cool. All right. Yeah, of course. I don't want your handlers to get upset with you or anything like that. Really? Don't, 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 yeah, fine. Don't mention the fact that I've got a handle, okay? There's people around here, go on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do your business with, uh, with Deborah. You pay her the two cred attendance fee and uh, you head off to maybe help her out with this other thing. And that is where we're gonna call it today. Sorry, Hamish, you had your hand up. What was that no, for? No, I'm excited. I'm oh, you're excited, go. yeah, this is gonna be good. Knight's uh, got a new gun and they're gonna go kill someone. They're some gonna go people. murder someone, do some no, wet work. don't murder, murder's bad. <sighs> Get you extra arrested if you murder. Double arrested. Can't arrest a robot. Well, <laughs> can t- shut you down. Today's been fun, guys. I, re- I really enjoyed it. I like doing legwork, it's lots of fun. I like making stuff up on the spot, it's lots of fun. I've, everything's lots of fun today. We would like to thank, first of all, Hamish Cameron and Arden Zludere for creating The Sprawl, which is a cyberpunk hack of Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. 
We also want to thank Raw for hosting us. You can listen live on Saturdays at 7pm on radio.warwick.ac.uk and you can find the Tavern Podcasts on Mixcloud, Anchor or wherever podcasts are found. Actually, we're, we're just Anchor now. Anchor and Patreon. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Taverncast if you want to support the show financially. Thank you very much to Kenneth and Phil for their continued support. We'd also like to thank Reese Goodall and Hamish Ingalls for producing some of the music we use on our podcast, and Eileen Tan for our official character portraits. You can find her at GrassGrows on Twitter. She's doing a really great um, uh, D&D slash uh, the Bon Appetit test kitchen thing at the moment, and I'm really into it. Um, you can see the portraits on our Twitter, at The Taverncast. Uh, you can tweet about us using hashtag The Taverncast. And until the next time we play, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Hamish. Goodbye. Goodbye.